and welcome to 1010 Word Recommend with me, Talani. And me, Gina. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? I'm good, thank you, my love. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. You're so negative. No, it's not negative. I always sound like that. And I also don't pretend that I'm like amazing if I'm not, you know Do you think you should fix that? No. Well, as in lie? No, I feel like sometimes we say, you can be really happy, but you'll be like, yeah, I'm all right. Because... It's yeah. like a British thing to say. That's true. I'm all right. It's like the standard yeah. British. I remember saying to someone, I'm really good, thank you. And it really took me back. I was like, all right, calm down. Oh, that's but really like, nice. But that's on me, though. Why did I think his positivity was like, all right? Yeah, that's true. I don't feel bad. I just generally feel fine. <laughs> I feel... <laughs> come see, come sir. Come see, come sir. It's a Tuesday, do you know what I mean? That is the one thing I've taken away from French. Come see, come sir. You do say that. I that say is... it all the time. We and them man, you say that a lot I say wee wee, wee wee and them man. Yeah. Hold tight the wee wee and them man. <laughs> yeah, uh, which is the French lot. What should we call the German lot? The Danke man them. <laughs> the Danke man them is brilliant. <laughs> Because they call us in it, in it gang. Do they? Yeah. Please. They, they call, they they call, call Londoners. Gang, that's hilarious. In it, in it. Well, Africans call Londoners in it, in it. Really? Yeah, yeah. Like when I go like to Nigeria or Ghana for Christmas, they call us in it, in it. I actually love that. They're like, yeah, the in it, in it are in town. <laughs> <laughs> that is so disrespectful. So it's us, in it, in it gang. <laughs> Back again. <laughs> Back again with our film club. Yeah. I'm really, really excited about today's topic, even though it's a lot more serious than last week. I have so many thoughts. I do too. I have so many thoughts. I do too. We'll get into it, but let's tell everybody the homework for next week. What is the homework, Gina? I'm going to have a different song every episode for this segment. What is the homework, Gina? (laughs) That's the best song so far. No, that was was actually really good. (laughs) Next week's homework and what we'll be discussing is the new Britney Spears documentary. Oops, I did it again with you. Wait, can you get like... Yeah, five seconds only. Right, okay. (laughs) Stop it right now. I don't know if you saw the other doc that was done on... I don't even know what... Yeah, well, I did watch that. I, I don't know when it was done on because I don't think I watched it where I should have been watching it. <laughs> right. But I watched it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I watched it too. And yeah, it was really interesting, but I was looking for it to go a bit deeper. So I'm hoping that this one explores a little more of like what the deal is. It's so like in the news, it's prevalent, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And also the whole, I feel like if you are of our generation, like yeah. Britney means a lot to us. She does. Well, she means a lot to me anyway in terms of like music. And I was definitely always seen Britney. Yeah. Like, especially when it was a whole Christina Aguilera or Britney. I was like Team Britney. Yeah. I think she's great. And then to realise how dark her story is. Like Whitney so was just sad. a poppy woman who made poppy songs and mm-hmm. just to see, to actually watch her go from Hit Me Baby One More Time to what Britney is yeah. going through now and her things with her dad. It's it's insane. It's actually insane to realise this is someone's true life story. I know. It is mad. So many of them. I mean, I... I really, really love music docs or tangential music docs that talk about this kind of stuff because I'm so interested in seeing what's under how we perceive them to be. Mm-hmm. I think about this all the time. Is anyone just, that was happy? I don't think anybody was happy. But also I feel like, I think about this a lot with influencer culture, but just also celebrity culture in general. The way people talk about them like they're not real people is yeah, mad. Yeah, it's scary. Yeah, no, it, is, it, is, it is absolutely scary. And I, is just, to be fair, I've probably done it as well. I remember when Britney, when Britney sorry, first shaved her head and it was like, oh, what's her problem? Yeah. What's wrong with her? And it was just like, we've all done it. going through it. She was going through it. And you know what? I saw an article the other day and it was Perez Hilton. Yeah. Who, you know, back in his blogging days and he, he was used an to, awful he was human being. Awful. And he used to go in yeah, on yeah, Britney yeah, yeah, and yeah, he, he was, was kind awful. of like doing a profile on him talking about 
forgiveness and like he's not looking to be forgiven because of how he was in that time and also it's really interesting anyway that's going to be a big full-on episode because i'm sure we're going to have a lot to say same so on a positive sure note of britney mm. what is your favorite britney song <gasps> well i went to a britney brunch the other day actually oh my god what's a britney brunch ah! It was so good. So basically, it was literally a bottomless brunch, but all of the music, well, the majority of the music was Britney. There was a Britney Spears impersonator. Oh. Who was so good. Whatever, Britney. There was also a stripper. That's good. All eras. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was, it was really good. And the thing is, I wouldn't say that I'm like a... I'm not not a Britney fan, but she's not the first person that would come to my head if someone's like, who's your favourite artist? Right, okay. But it's mad how many songs you actually remember. I think I know all her songs. Like, all of the words, mm-hmm. like, everything. Anyway, <laughs> it was great. I loved it. Well, my favourite song is Sometimes, and I feel like Sometimes doesn't get its accolades. Oh, as in Sometimes? sometimes oh, my God. Yeah. That is the most beautiful song that is, Britney has ever Britney sang. Song. It is such a good song. Yeah, yeah, And also yeah. Crossways, because I was obsessed with the film. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. You forget Britney acts. Britney has been doing it mine is toxic I think that's actually my favorite and that's basic but I love it or that is so basic Slave For You your favourite song is Slave For You the song is called Slave For You she's a white woman talking about it I don't know why she did it it was of that time I'm not saying I want to be a slave I just like the song okay should we move on yeah yeah (laughs) this week we are talking about Monsters Inside the 24 Faces of Billy Milligan. Yes, we are. Super long titles we addressed last week. We but very long titles. <laughs> this is the doc. Just to remind everybody, although you should have done your homework, this is a true crime documentary mm-hmm. about a man named William Milligan. William Milligan. Yep. Just call him Billy. Billy Milligan, who committed several crimes against women, mm-hmm. but also suffered from disassociative personality disorder. Yes. And like all the stuff that went on around that. It happened around a time, I think it was the 70s or 80s, where this had never been... It was brand new information. It was brand new information. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And so it was a question of how do you convict somebody who committed crimes but has 24 different split personalities and at the time the personality who did it might not have been the other personality, blah, blah. And then also just like the politics of the fact that this is a new thing and these doctors were like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah, what's this? Yeah, you had doctors that really believed it. Some doctors were like, no, this is not true. This person is just trying to get away with what he's done sort of thing. Right. It's four episodes. Four episodes, yeah. And uh, every episode kind of looks into the bigger picture of Billy but then also goes into the deeper story. So you have one episode Mm. which looks into his childhood. Yeah. And any time it's a documentary about someone who does mad things Mm -hmm. their childhood is always so interesting to me because it's always something do you know what I mean they either got abused or something awful happened to them in their childhood which then creates this I guess monster yeah yeah which is basically what happened to him and that childhood it was awful I mean it always makes you sad because you know I watched that YouTube channel called Soft White Underbelly basically the interviews people living on Skid Row and there's addicts and all these people and as you say it's always something in the childhood yeah this Billy man, like the stepdad. And also, why is it always a yeah. stepdad? I'm sorry, but yeah, like yeah, it, it's a consistent, it's a consistent thing. Like it is, a, it is a consistent why thing. Yeah, taking him, like beating that, like was beating awful. him, and he said he'd been um, abused and raped by him as well. So yeah. he has this really dark past. Yes. But then the more I watch it, it's really weird because I have this massive thing of people's fascination with bad people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. People love to know the psychology. Yeah, behind and like there's this, and I guess yeah. maybe it's like when. It does feel like the world is good and bad. And innately, many of us believe we're good people. Yeah. 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 Like, I like to think I'm a good person. Yeah, Every too. so often I do something, I'm like, oh gosh, that was insane. But it's nothing mad. Like, it was like something bitter or something a bit mean. Yeah. But I'm not doing anything that's against the law. 
just to say, <laughs> just so we're clear. Um, so we have this fascination with like people that are bad and people that do somewhat evil things. Yeah. So as the documentary goes on, he kind of gets accused of all these things and mm. he gets non-guilty, doesn't he? Well, this is the thing that I don't actually remember because I thought he was guilty, but instead of putting him in prison, they put him in a mental No, no, no. I think, no, I think he was said that he's not guilty. Is it? Yeah, it was not guilty, oh, but what shame. they had to do was like kind of heal him and try to look after him and right, things like okay, that. Right, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, okay. But what was trying to be in sense of like trying to heal him and make sure he's okay became this fascination with him. Yeah, it was and weird. And it was this weird fascination which meant it kind of got away with a lot more things than probably should have done. Oh my God, Tanani, absolutely. And he was kind of like making money from oh, that. his crimes. The last episode was mad where he was making bare money. He had a book. Exactly. And I'm understanding this idea that it's not him per se. Mm-hmm. This is going to be really ignorant, but it is him. Like, it's, in, like, it's a part of him. Yeah, yeah. And I guess that is the whole conversation. How do you convict someone who is not them, but the person that did it is still within them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And surely to punish that person within them, they need to go to jail. Yeah. Well, this is it. And I thought it was so interesting that, like, they showed so many different perspectives in this documentary. But there was always this undercurrent of, like, well, has this whole thing been a facade? Mm. Or, like, is it possible that actually he knew... He knew it because he's a very smart man. Yeah, exactly. He's like, a very is, smart is, man. Is it that as he's so smart that he knows just how to play it? But then at the same time, saying that, you don't want to then negate the fact that this is a real disorder, disorder and yeah. it's a real thing that people do. It was tough. It was tough. I felt really sorry for the victims when it came yeah, to the way they treated yeah, yeah. I really did because somebody even said it in the documentary that people just forgot about them. No, literally. And then what got me was that everyone knew his name and knew his crimes. And mm. I don't know why this always bothers me. Other women had romanticised him. Yeah. And it really pissed me off. Mm-hmm. I'm like, his crimes are against you. Yeah, yeah. Like... And how can you never be like, well, I don't think he's, I, I don't think, I think he's a nice yeah, man. Yeah, like the woman that went to marry stuff. him and yeah. then divorced him after 51 days. She was a crook. Oh. Because she married him, divorced him after 51 days and took his money. So I think she was just in it for the money. As uh, she should. I, I, <laughs> I think she was a crook. I don't think there was ever an ounce of love in her. I think she yeah. was just a flat out crook. And like even people visiting the sites of where he'd done stuff. and You know what? It got me thinking about um, things like, you know Jack the Ripper, yeah? You yeah. know how we've got like a Jack the Ripper? It's sick. It's a bit mad when it's you really sick. think about it. And also by what I think it does is that it encourages this sadistic view of that we've made way too many people that have done crimes famous for their crimes. Yeah. Because it's like, what's that thing called where there's a car crash but you can't look away from the car crash even though it's horrible? It's like, like that, a word. There's a word for it. It's like... My vocabulary does some not sort of phrase. But basically, that. for me, it's that. Like, it's horrible. You don't want to look at it. But it's like you can't look away. And I feel like that is what part of the obsession with people trying to understand bad people. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because they're like, it's horrific. But it's also intriguing it's to people. Intriguing, yeah. And people are curious about it. Do you it. believe him? <sighs> That's a big question, you know. Because uh, in the interview, so I think one of his personalities is an Arab man, a guy called Arthur who understands Arab or speaks Arab or writes it. Yeah. But they interviewed this man who was in the institution with him and an Egyptian man. He was like, I used to write all those letters. Mm. There was a guy who apparently was Norwegian in him as well. Mm. And then when someone was speaking that language to him, he didn't understand it. He switched personalities quickly. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But then... (sighs) Because not that I don't believe that disorder is real. I do think that's a real disorder. Yeah, I just, absolutely. I just don't know if I believe him. But that is so wicked to use that and then to commit so many crimes. Like that it's would be awful. so awful. Because even that. when he was in his institution, they didn't call it rape. 
But mm. he was getting younger women drunk and sleeping with yeah, them. Yeah, that's true. He was. He was. Yeah, he went with a staffer and then they drove and then he was using a gun. Billy was actually moving so bad throughout this entire documentary. I was like, Billy, what's going on, mate? What and he is just going kind of on? Got away with it. He did get away with a lot of stuff. He did get away with a lot of stuff. I felt like there were a lot of people that were complicit in Billy's crimes in this documentary. Do you know why? Mm. Because they were fascinated by him. Yeah. At that time, this was new. Like, mm. there'd been two TV shows about something like this. It was new sort of thing. Yeah. So to them, he was no longer, like, a villain. Mm. He was now this, like, what is this? Yeah, 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 We're exactly. so intrigued. What oh, my God, this, this new yeah, person, so this true. new thing. And I think that's what it was. I think a lot of doctors let down the victims because they were so intrigued by him. Yeah. And that's what overrode everything else. It was just like, this is so intriguing. Mm. Not like, this guy has done so many things to people. Yeah, it's so true. But then even the people that were like, this guy has done so many terrible things. Like, that doctor that Billy was hated, was really scared of, was also moving a bit mad. Yeah, yeah. That doctor was moving a bit, like... Basically, there is no good and evil. I actually we all really live in the middle bit. We all I, live in the middle bit. I totally agree. I feel like if you've done a bad thing, it doesn't necessarily make you a bad, a person. bad person. Yeah, you're right. There's something in the middle. That's where most. I of think us we, are. we're all in the middle. I don't think there's one person who is flat out that is a good person. Yeah, I totally agree. You know what? I don't love also because at the end, in the final episode, obviously Billy eventually dies of cancer in 2014. Yes. And he obviously says to the niece, like, you know, do you think God will ever forgive me? For what? <laughs> if you didn't do it, what's he forgiving you for, Billy? Yeah, it was a bit like when he was like, oh. and then he was just like, yeah, because I've killed loads of people. And I'm like, Kill! So Billy, sorry, Billy, because this is what we were trying to convict you of before. Exactly. You said you never did it. It was a lie. Exactly. Billy, what happened there? Exactly. It's a deathbed. That's when you get the people's truths. And I don't like that. I, I don't think we should like start faking deathbed scenes and then we'll <laughs> yes. start knowing what people are actually about. If you you're think you're so going right. to die, your truth comes out so quickly. That's so true. Why do you think that is? Because you know what's there to lose now. I'm going. I just think that's so not right, you know? Especially if you have even a little bit of faith. You believe in afterlife, right? Yes. As do I. Do you think that that's enough to just before you die be like, uh, you know what, I killed six men, but... But do you know what, though? The Christian faith does tell you that. That's Even enough. if it's the last minute, you just say, God, forgive me of my sins, you're good. And because I'm wicked, that doesn't sit right with me. <laughs> it doesn't sit right with me at all. I feel like my God would be like, look, I've still got some words. I've actually no, still got some words. No, but the Christian faith tells you... If you say it, like, ask for forgiveness, you're forgiven. That's so unacceptable to me, you know. I don't know if I can accept it. But we're not it. God. That's why we're not God. Mm, I would have been wicked God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about what we did if we were God. <laughs> oh, like, God knows not to give me that power. Yeah. Like, that is entirely too much power. It is too much. All in all, I it's did find it interesting. Yeah, definitely. I found it really, really interesting. But I felt a bit uncomfortable because... As you say, it is that sick fascination that I even felt like I was kind of taking part in whilst I was watching it. Do you know, the part I realised, I was like, oh my God, am I okay? was when they're talking about hypnotising him. Mm. And I was like, I would have loved to see that. But also, I've got a fascination with being hypnotised. Have you ever been hypnotised? No, but I really want to. Really? And this has happened, I've been wanting this for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Since I watched an episode of Sister Sister, also available on Netflix, and the scene was, they were at college or whatever, yeah. and I think Tia had a boyfriend, right. but she fancied her lecturer. So the hypnotizer was like, I'll go to your true love, whatever. And instead of going to her boyfriend who was in the room, she went to the lecturer. Mm. And that caused the whole scene and he right. was so upset and it was such a beautiful couple or whatever. Yeah. So since that episode, I've been wanting to be hypnotised so bad because I was like, what's my truth? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what if I just live life not knowing what I really feel and just kind of go along with what I meant to feel? 
But then what if I never come back from the trance? I just don't know. How does it work? I used to watch a lot of Darren Brown when I was younger, did you? Did you ever watch any Darren Brown stuff? No. You would love it if you liked No, that but kind also of thing. I wasn't allowed so many things. I wasn't allowed That's to watch the Teenage to Witch. I wasn't allowed to watch Harry Potter. It's a good point. It's a good point. I wasn't allowed to do anything on Halloween. Okay, fair enough. In which case you would not have been allowed yeah, to watch Yeah, witchcraft this. was not allowed in my household. But Darren Brown, like, he does like suggestive stuff. So like he'll say things and like you'll realise afterwards he was actually planting words in the way he was speaking and then you would say the words. Like, that's the kind of stuff that he used to do. And he used to have a show on Channel 4. Mm. I loved it. I've watched every single Darren Brown thing. But he used to do these live shows where he would hypnotise everybody in the audience. That's why I thought you might know about it because I'm like, you would love that kind of thing. Oh I'm going to send you one of the... Okay, and now I'm allowed to watch things like that. I'm yeah, yeah. It, it was honestly fascinating I the things that he would do. It was so interesting. I used to even do it as a kid. And... Really? <laughs> You are falling asleep. <laughs> I just wanted it to you're work. Very yeah, you're very sleepy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was Billy Milligan, man. Yeah, what story? Like, I actually want to hear what you guys think as well. I actually want to know if everyone believes him or not. Yeah. When you say believe, do you mean believe? Do you, you believe he mm. had multiple personalities? Right. Or do you believe that someone gave him a clue that this is something he can do? Mm. Because he'd been in prison before. He was a criminal. This is And it. if there's one thing that smart people do in prison, they read up more. Mm. They've got time. Maybe that's what he read up on. Who knows? Remember, those two books were out during his time. Civil and something else that was based on multiple personality disorder. Mm. I think that he had it, but I do think that he was also a criminal. I don't know. I think two things can be true at the same time. That's my truth. Yeah, 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 same. I think he had it. yeah. And I think he played it up more, right? knowing that people are finding this interesting. Okay, yeah. Everyone tweet us your thoughts because we could talk forever about Billy Milligan. Mm-hmm. Monsters Inside, colon, the no, 24 faces, faces of, of Billy, Billy Milligan. Milligan. Yeah. Gina, we forgot a big shout out and I am disgusted by us because we should have started the episode with this and we didn't. And we have left down our people. We have, we have. It is the month of October. What does that mean in the UK? It's Black History Month! Woo-hoo! Shake your titties for Black History Month. Shake your titties for Black people. <laughs> Shake them all. <laughs> um, yeah, so October is the month in the UK where we celebrate Black History. And it's only right, as two black women yep. on this platform, that we kind of recommend some things that are worth watching yep. on Netflix that have black people in them mm-hmm. and not just in the picture of the image actually have black people in the whole show Correct. and you know shows about black legends and black historians and things like that mm-hmm. I want to go first please do because I really want to talk about the documentary on Nina Simone Ooh. it's called What's Happened Miss Simone and it's and on Netflix it is on Netflix and it is brilliant I think I've watched it three times Ooh. I really 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 like Nina Simone because she is on smoke mm. like I think at one point she said if it was up to her she would kill these are words that came out of her mouth in the documentary. About Like, what? she was just so angry about how, like, black people were being treated and mm. things like that. She got to a point of just a lot of anger. And yeah. then when she started talking like that, she's kind of started losing deals. People didn't want her to perform anymore. Right. And for someone with such talent, just speaking loudly about what affects her kind of made her blacklisted. Yeah. And it's just so interesting, her story. She's really flawed as well. Mm-hmm. Like, there are parts of it where her daughter speaks about the, like, violence that Nina Simone put her through and things like that. It's so interesting, though, because I always find that people that are, like, ridiculously talented are troubled. Mm. And I don't know why that goes hand in hand. Yeah, why does that? I'm really interested in that, like, too. Because 
And there's so many songs that you didn't realise. Like, oh my God, I didn't realise that was Nina Simone. Like what? Um, I got my hands, got my toes. Got my... Really? That's Nina Simone. All I linked that with was Boots adverts. Me too. <laughs> I That's, got my yeah, fingers. I can see the women running down the hills now in Boots. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was Nina Simone's song. And there's wow. so many songs that I was like, oh my God, I didn't realise that was her. Damn. And she was so into her sexuality and sex. Like, she's, she was brilliant. Like, really flawed, but also really, really brilliant. So I definitely recommend that. Mm-hmm. And also, I wanted to use this time mm-hmm. to stand up for Malcolm and Marie. Okay, give it to us. So Malcolm and Marie is a film yes. on Netflix. It's in black and white. Mm-hmm. And it's just about a couple who... The girl is an actress and the man is a writer-director type of thing. And they just come back from a screening from his film. Yeah. Also, the people in it is Zendaya is the actress. Yeah, Zendaya's the actress. And John David Washington are in this film. And they're a couple. And basically, the whole film is them in a big argument. Yeah. I'll be honest. Mm. But so many people are like, oh, this is so boring. I think it is brilliant. Mm. I think it is so good. And it has that like level of toxicity that I'm kind of into. It's just really good. Mm. And like... It's literally set in one house in black and white with two people the whole film. Does the end resolve? Like, no, are they, no, no, no. So they're still in an argument? Yeah, they just kind of like go to bed. Wow. Don't watch it when you're sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sound up like a room, but you might fall asleep. <laughs> no, 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 because it's so good. But you know when it feels like nothing really happens? Mm. It's, and they talk in monologues the whole time. Okay, okay. It's very artsy. Mm, okay, okay. And you know I like to dabble in artsy. Yeah, I do. It's yeah, I like a little dabble in yeah. artsy. It's very artsy. Okay, okay, cool. My recommendation is a short film called Dolapo is Fine. I pronounced that name wrong. Please correct me. Correct I mean, me. it's Dolapo. Okay, thank But you. you're not going to know that if you're not Nigerian, so it's fine. And I think it's also quite arty because... It is about something, but also just it's kind of like a coming of age type mm-hmm. scenario. Mm-hmm. And this young girl, she has a brother and she is like one of those younger sisters who like loves hanging around with her brother and blah, 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 and doing and like following him around. And she's obviously coming of age and realising things and blah, blah. Yeah. But she also sees her brother and her brother's male friend engaging in like sexual type they're quite young they're teenagers and it's sort of about that and what happens once she's seen that and also what happens to the two friends those Mm. two guys this is black people also so it's a very black story it's also set in the UK so it's a black British story it's just super interesting the acting's great and it's just a lovely observation I guess of like teenage life coming of age sexual exploration that kind of thing and one more recommendation before we go which is a British one been so long Oh yeah, with, with the girl of the moment. I know she's, she's the moment, darling. Yes. Uh, Michaela Carbon also has a Vince Kenne who did the brilliant theatre play Misty, Misty. <laughs> Misty. which we watched together. <laughs> and Vince Kenne is brilliant. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good recommendation. Can you remind everyone of, <laughs> of next week's homework. Okay, next week's homework is to watch the new Britney Spears doc, which came out on the twenty eighth of September. So it's out now. Please watch it. Come with your thoughts. Tweet us, obviously, at the hashtag. Hashtag, hashtag 1010 would recommend or tweet Talani and I my Twitter is at smalgina that's G-E-N-A and T what's yours? mine is Tolly underscore T you can find Netflix UK on all social platforms but it's at Netflix on TikTok and that I think is probably yeah I keep getting tweets people begging me to watch Money Heist because of you and you know what I really appreciate because I've been they're probably bored of every single season I'm like please <laughs> I'll see. I'm on my knees. <laughs> I'm on my knees, babe. I'll see. Okay, okay, fine. Okay, thank you. We've so been 1010 much. would recommend and we'll chat next week. Yeah.
Bye. Bye.